Hi, welcome back to Rorick Knows Podcast, helping you become a better you. So one of the most common questions I get is about facelift surgery and rhinoplasty, and I've compiled the 10 most common questions that I get asked about facelift surgery that hopefully will help you when you're finding, trying to find a plastic surgeon or want to think about having facial rejuvenation. So let's, let's go dive in. So what kind of facelift do you do? And my answer to that is it depends. It depends on your aging, your aging process, and what, what kind of recovery you will want. But most importantly, it really depends on your face because you may have a face that's really got a lot of facial fat loss or one that's full, and the facelifts are different. And I know the popular thing today is the deep plane. Well, the deep plane isn't for everyone. It works in some patients, but there's so many other things. Most importantly, it's about how you're aging, what your face looks like today, and what you want to accomplish. Most commonly, it's you know rejuvenation of the neck, correction of the jowls, and reshaping of the cheeks. So there's a lot of different ways of doing it. So the answer is, it depends. And if anybody keeps saying, oh, I'm just going to do blank blank or deep plane or whatever, they don't have a clue about really what a facelift really is. It's really based upon your aging process, customizing it to you, how you are aging. So, and then does a facelift fix my neck and jowls and how long will it last? Of course, I get that all the time. Well, most of the time, you will correct a lot of your neck platysmal bands and jowling. And especially if you're doing a procedure that matches your aging process, and that may require a different type of deep layer or smash facelift along with central facial filling. But the jawline reshaping is very, very important. And then how long it lasts? I always tell patients it depends, again, on how you age. Usually it's 8 to 12 years, but also if you take care of yourself, it's like maintaining your body. It's like maintaining your car. If you maintain it well, it'll last longer. And we'll talk a little bit more about maintenance as, as, as you go on because it's not, facelifts are not like a one-shot deal. You know, it's the beginning of your facial rejuvenation process. It's a big one, and it does last a long time. It's not like a filler or Botox. So, so what else can I do with my facelift surgery? Because often... Uh, patients come in and they say, I, well, I don't like my jaw, my neck, and my eyes. And I said, that's good, because that's really one of the primary things I do is I'll do your, your eye, your brow, and your facial rejuvenation in your neck, because people really want to do those things primarily. And don't forget about your skin. So, of course, you can do it, and you can do it safely. In, you know, within the time period of, of uh, in an accredited operating room, a surgeon that knows what they're doing, that is safe, and you know, will actually listen to what you want to have done. Those are the, the key parameters there. So you can do lots of different things. So can I do laser resurfacing on a, or a skin peel with my facelift? And, and the answer to that is absolutely. I do lots of skin resurfacing uh, with my facial uh, facelift patients, especially the central face, perioral primarily, absolutely. And you can even do full face resurfacing if you're very careful, and you have to do a little lighter in, in some of the facelift areas where you've undermined skin. But absolutely, it's a very essential part of that because not only do you have to restore the, the deep facial planes, but also you have to resurface the skin because 
you know, the skin is the largest organ in the body, and that's really what you see. So you have to resurface the skin. It corrects the fine and deep wrinkles. If you have deep wrinkles, you do laser resurfacing. If you have light, you do a chemical peel. So and then the other question that's very commonly asked and a good one is what are the risks? You know, the risks of a facelift are, you know, it's real surgery, real risks, real benefits. Of course, infection, bleeding, scarring, asymmetry, all those are uh, uncommon damage to blood vessels and nerves. Uh, those are, again, knock on wood, are very, very uncommon and rare. But, you know, as a plastic surgeon, you have to be prepared to deal with all of those. That's why I monitor my patients very carefully after surgery to make sure that they don't get an infection. And, and if, they, if there are any signs of infection, we treat it early on. Uh, hematoma formation in the first day or two. That's why I keep my patients for two nights in our outpatient uh, ambulatory center in our cloister. We, we do all these to mitigate risk. We have a board-certified anesthesiologist that stays that it's in the operating room with us the whole time. Make sure your blood pressure stays normal. These are all the things you do to minimize risks and to make it a very safe procedure for you. So know before you go. Choose a facelift surgeon that's got the experience, the expertise, and that can deliver exceptional results with an excellent outcome. So, so what is a recovery like, and when can I be back in the public eye or back to work? Well, those are two different types of questions, really. Usually, I tell a patient they can be back in the public eye or back to work, you know, in two weeks. Now, if you do a laser or a skin chemical peel, it may add a week. And that's fine. And, and I tell them, if you're going to be delivering you know, public speeches and everything like that or back on TV, it's about six to eight weeks. And same with exercise. If you're going to exercise, it's about four to six weeks. So and always, that's why I give them my cell number. I always tell them, call me, text me, if you're not sure. All this is written, by the way, in your instructions, but nobody reads it anymore. So. Can you promise me that I will not, you will not make me look different or weird? And I, I promise only a few things, but I definitely will promise you that you will not look weird. You know, my goal is to be in the face protection, not witness protection program, and to keep you in the face protection program. So our goal is to make you look more youthful, younger, but not somebody else. That is crazy, and we don't do that. We don't do crazy stuff, and, uh, and I think that's very important to do. And I, I think that it should be a hallmark of, as a plastic surgeon. We don't do crazy stuff. We'll make you look more youthful, better. You know, usually you can turn the clock back 10 years. So, and then this is a, a question I get, not only how long it lasts, which is eight to 10 years, but what is the maintenance after surgery? And yes, there is maintenance after surgery, just like when you get a new car. I just got a recently a new car. And of course, you're going to have to maintain it. You're going to have to change the oil, the tires, rotate them, all these things. Well, same with the face. You're going to have to avoid the sun, use sunscreen, use the retinols, use antioxidants like vitamin C. These are all maintenance things for life. And then you may even need some laser resurfacing later or some uh, neuromodulators or fillers, because as we age, we lose facial fat. So these are all the maintenance things that you definitely need to do. It's like anything else. You can't just buy a new face or buy a new car and just drive it into the ground. You can't do that. So facial rejuvenation lasts a long time, and it lasts longer if you maintain it. So maintenance is a critical part of that, and we provide that skin care, all of that is part of the armamentarium. It's called a cycle of beauty as you do your facial rejuvenation. So, and then a, another thing that is uh, brought up, and, and I 
have my uh, my secretary or my scheduler actually tell you about this, but it's what's the cost of a facelift? And again, the answer is it depends. It depends on what you're having, how complicated it is. Is it a primary or is it a secondary? Those are all things that are uh, taken into account. A facelift in a primary is different than a facelift in a secondary. It probably will cost more. Adding the eyelids, then adding uh, skin resurfacing, a lip lift, all these other adjunctive procedures, they're all categorized for you and to the cost. And then that also goes on with how much can you do in a facelift. Really, once you get to the five and a half, six hour age, you really need to be not doing more than that. So you have to be safe and you have to be cost effective for you. And that all goes into what, what a facelift is and costs. And, and never ever have a facelift done with this as your primary parameter because, you know, in medicine and life, often you'll get what you pay for. And sometimes that's not much. So, and then can I see how I potentially can look after my facelift? And the answer to that is absolutely. We will show you a computer imaging that's an educational view that gives you an idea you know, a good idea of what's possible after a facelift. You know, these are just morphed images that give you an idea. It's not, you know, nothing's ever, you know, perfect and there are no guarantees in, in computer imaging, but it gives you an idea of what's possible. So I think these are very helpful to give you an idea of what I think you would look good with, with your facelift, your neck and your eyes and your face. And, and it'll give you a really good perspective of what to expect. And many times you may look better than that, but sometimes you may not. But the key is it gives you an idea of what you may look like. Better than you bringing me a picture of somebody say, I want to look like this movie star. That's very helpful. So, you know, I think the, these 10 questions really comprise probably 95% of the things I'm asked every day by my facial rejuvenation patients. So please comment and store them and Send it to your friends because it gives you an idea of where to start. Know before you go. Find a board-certified plastic surgeon or facial plastic surgeon that's got the experience, the expertise in facial rejuvenation that does this a lot, that studies it, shows great results, and I think is honest and upfront with you about what can be done and what cannot be done in your facial rejuvenation journey. Good luck, and, and as usual, I enjoy your comments, helping you become a better you.